0: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, On Pay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Dr. Tiffany Jameson-Rand, or as her patients call her, Dr. Tiff, and she is with the Polish Dental Center. Welcome, Dr. Tiff.
1: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Polish Dental Center. How are you serving folks?
1: oh well so first thank you for having me i'm an atlanta native so i i grew up listening to you um i am the ceo and founder of polish dental centers we have been serving atlanta for the last um, 10 years we are a fast-growing uh company of five practices soon to be six seven eight nine ten we uh, just received the award uh, and the Inc 5000 for the, one of the fastest growing uh, companies in the United States for uh, and for 2022.
0: So um, when you started uh, Polish Dental Center, did you always view it as a multi location uh, operation or was it something that just organically grew over the years?
1: Well, I think it was. It did organically grow, and and as you see, I'm I'm a dentist by trade. Um, no MBA, no nothing. Right. So you. So uh, my message to all dentists out there is that you can do it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. Nothing special, special there. Um, really, really good at dentistry. Love dentistry. It is my passion. Uh, but also. Um, the business bug bit me because grew up. My dad uh, owned multiple sites, uh, technology firms, and so after a while, um, I started to, as being an operator in in dentistry, I was like, well, you know, what's my contingency plan? What is my retirement plan? I used to see so many dentists as they got as an Asian get older, they had carpal tunnel, and and my mentor, you know, talks about 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 her body and how it broke down. So quickly, I started to think about my future and scaling a business was the only way because I feel like dentistry combines that um, entrepreneurship spirit and healthcare and it just was a fit for me.
0: Now, when um, you're thinking about scaling, historically, dental offices tend to be kind of dentist-driven, so the person has a relationship with that given dentist. It's not thought of like, oh, I'll just pop into this other dental office that has the same name like you would, you know, like a, a restaurant or, you know, a hamburger chain. How do you kind of get over that to create a brand but also create those relationships?
1: Oh, excellent question. So, I always tell everyone um, dentistry has gone very corporate, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's gone very corporate. I mean, there are people that know nothing about dentistry that buy 100, 200, 400 dental practices. And, you know, that's one model. But my model is um, no investors, no um, private equity money taken on my part. It is just me. And as a dentist, which is, you know, uh, dentist owned, dentist led. We have the resources of a DSO, a dental service organization, which is what those larger ones are that some people do pop in and out of and have the have the private practice feel that we give our give our patients. So we are that hybrid. You know, we're not that um, that one off dentist where, you know, sometimes there's um You know, the service and the the technology might not be there to service the patient, but we are a group and we hire dentists that that believe the same thing that we do. Right. We want to give our patients a quality experience with the latest technology and, you know, the 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 lowest amount of like fuss and and have the um, how do you say the uh, convenience of like something that has like a major run dso kind of like chick-fil-a or like chick-fil-a model but still has a relationship with their dentist and so like that that's that's our sweet spot and that's why we've been successful
0: so how are you uh kind of leveraging technology and kind of this service first uh mentality in an experience with a patient can you share how that would be different for a patient as opposed to kind of maybe the old school way of what they're used to dealing with
1: oh sure yeah very simple question um number one uh, you can access our schedule online 24 hours a day so so we use technology so that you can actually you don't even need to call us you can go online right now see an appointment for whatever service you need book that appointment you get a confirmation back and we are all we are mostly techs and we uh, have a system where you know, we know a lot of people don't answer their phone anymore, right? Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a whole bunch, I don't know what's going on, but I just have a whole bunch of random, random people calling my phone. And with us, you know, we text you back, we talk to you back. We also have a 24 hour call center that feels all of our calls. So you can, that you can call us at three o'clock in the morning and someone will answer the phone and they will, um, you can put you right on. They'll read our schedule and put you right there on our schedule. No, no, no questions asked. Um, so that's something. That's something different is access to us at all times. Access to the dentist, right? Because because your emergency doesn't just happen between the hours of nine to five, and we realize that. Um, another thing that uh, we outsource is our insurance billing. There's a lot of times people miss um, uh, in, in dentistry human error is really high with insurance. So, you know, we have a dedicated team that verifies all our patients insurance to make sure that we don't miss anything. So you don't have any unexpected oops bills coming to you. So those are just a few things that we do.
0: Now, um, In your journey, as opposed to kind of growing an individual dental practice, you've decided to kind of build this dental empire here in Atlanta. Um, Is this something you mentioned opening more and more sites around town? Is this something that's going to go beyond Atlanta? Is that your vision that this will be a national chain?
1: So, of course, you know, never my vision is God's vision. But for me right now, you know, as a as a as a wife and mother of twins, you know, but it, it's it is very manageable for me to keep it in Georgia you know i'm I'm from Georgia I'm raised in Atlanta um, born and raised in Atlanta and you know this city and this community is something that I'm passionate about and so you know everyone has teeth everyone's a customer or if they don't have teeth they're still a customer so you know we're you know we there are plenty of mouths to service in and around the Atlanta metropolitan area and right now you know we are um, you know no more than 20 miles outside of the city and there's 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 plenty of people to service so right now we're very very much concentrating on this city and then we'll see where it takes us
0: now in your experience um I'm kind of fascinated by this going through like initially dentistry that was the goal right like I'm going to be a dentist I'm going to have my own practice that was kind of What you were aiming at. And then somewhere it kind of got modified to say, okay, why, if I can do this in one place, why can't I do it in five places? So that's a, that's kind of a, a mental mindset shift Um, when you made that shift is the dental community, um, your ecosystem around you of mentors and supporters. Is that something that people in the dental world say, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Go for it. Or is that, are they encouraging? Or is that something that's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like that's a lot of risk. That's different. You know, like what does that ecosystem feel about somebody that's like you an empire builder?
1: Wow. So um it is very polarizing. I mean, you are absolutely right. You know, people that have, you know, have you in their mind as one thing, right. It's hard to change their mind to another thing. It's just, it's more about um, finding other people that are doing this. So we have a, I'm part of an organization called um, dental entrepreneurs organization, which has been a uh, organization that has connected me with other just regular dentists who want more, who want, who want more, who want to scale, Um, their dental practice who have these ideas. They're just like, Hey, you know, I want to be able to pass on my um, quality of care. And I don't want to be run by a corporate driven machine that is going to treat my patients like a number. So, you know, there are people in our ecosystem that feel like they, but they're very few, small, small in between. There is a niche kind of thing. But no, you're absolutely right. We we do have some dentists that are like, wow, how do you do that? I'm like, yep, Yo, you can, you can do this yourself. You can do this with systems and implementation. And if you, you know, kind of remove yourself from chair side and really start thinking and researching. I mean, shoot YouTube and and Google, it has it all there. So it's nothing. It, it, it is a niche and not everyone wants you to do that, but but they also support you. like once you get big enough and you show that you can they, that it is something sustainable, people usually just get on board and 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 want to work with you or for you and and so it, it's been pretty good.'s been pretty supportive for me at least.
0: Now recently I was asked uh, to talk about the Atlanta entrepreneur community and the ecosystem here. And I'm a big fan of it. Um, I think that we do a great job as a community um, supporting small to mid-sized businesses in a lot of places. There's a lot of resources for an entrepreneur, um, maybe more so in the tech community than in other industries. But definitely in the tech community, there's a lot of resources. Have you found that to be the case as you've been trying to, to scale? At being a black female entrepreneur, are you finding that this is an ecosystem that is supportive and that is trying to help, or do you find it, uh, you know, cumbersome and getting in your way?
1: Well, it it is very tough. Um, I, I would say that the, the biggest barrier is to be, you know, there's a lot of women, what I forget what the statistics are, are there's like a very small percent of women entrepreneurs. And there's even smaller percentage of women entrepreneurs that have, um, that have um, uh, employees. And so, you know, it is it is very tough. It is very hard, but you know, if you, if you put it out there, if you're doing well, mentorship just kind of comes to you, right? Um, people gravitate towards the light. And um, so, whether it's male or female um, entrepreneurs, you know, I, I, I do, I, I would say that I'm positioning myself more as a businesswoman, more than a dentist. So that opens up my ability to attract mentors that, um, that, are, that that can help me because at this point I'm running a business, not necessarily um, dental practices that we happen to sell dentistry. We are a business that happens to sell dentistry. So there are mentorships out there, but yeah, it, it is tough because mentors really, they, they people mentor people that they can see themselves in. And as a black female, there, there isn't a lot of uh, trailblazers. I will say, am I that is doing what I'm doing, but you know, I'm, I, I find myself more mentoring others to be, Like me, because I I do feel like there is a missing space as a black female um, in that in this ecosystem, this this middle ground
0: in the dentistry ecosystem or the female entrepreneur ecosystem.
1: Oh, no, in the in the dentistry niche, in the dentistry niche, not female entrepreneurs. It, It opens up when you when you're just looked at as a business. But in dentistry, there's not a lot of female dentists that are scaling.
0: Is there a lot of female dentists?
1: Oh, no, there's there. We have more, but it's it's a it's a male dominated um, career and especially males that stay. I'm sorry. uh, Male dominated as you get older in dentistry, right, as you as your tenure gets longer, because, um, you know, women, you know, we we decide other on other paths because of family obligation and children and, and 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 pressure to be a wife and a mother. So you know, our career sometimes proved to be shorter um, in the field of dentistry. So you know, like that also that also makes it more male dominated.
0: Now you mentioned that uh, mentorship is important to you. Um, how about some advice for other? Um, you know entrepreneurs out there that are looking to scale their business and dream bigger and aim higher is there any advice you can give an entrepreneur out there to kind of maybe get out of their comfort zone and just you know so,
1: well so my 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 husband makes fun of me he says instead of ready aim fire I'm ready fire aim And um, he's like, you just, he's like, he's like, you just do it. He's like, the moment someone gives you an idea, you just do it. Um, And so it's a cliche, but just do it. Google, YouTube it. It's going to be on there. Figure it out and just execute, 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 execute. I have found that I've been able to execute my way out of every problem. It's all about consistency. Just keep it up. And if you run into an obstacle obstacle, just continue to execute. It is there. You can do it. There are, there are resources out there, even if they're not people, right? Like a lot of people spend a lot of time on, Oh, I need to have a business plan. I need to do this. I don't have a business plan. I never had a business plan. I had a vision board. Like that's I do a vision board every year, right? Like what else do I want? And I just hit what's on my vision board. Um, And like, but that's my style, and that's what has worked for me. I know it works, um, you know, for other people a different way. But for me, it has been all execution and just putting the pieces together um, with with just with just resources from the internet, essentially.
0: But but at the bottom line of this is taking action. Like, get it out of your head and get into real world information rather than just having all these ideas that you're going to do one day. It's better to just do something today than kind of dream of something tomorrow. Yeah.
1: And and you will get comfortable with it. Like eventually, um, it's called, I would say, what I would. I I feel like it is, is controlled paranoia. Because once you stop getting that W-2 check, like every two weeks, right? People are used to getting that W-2 every two weeks, right? And, And one thing that you have to get used to as an entrepreneur is that, okay, I am, is you have to be like, you have to realize, hey, I am enough. I don't need this WTJ check. I can, I can live. I will live. I will make it. And, and when you put enough pressure there to, to, um, to live and sustain your lifestyle. Oh, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to fly, you know, like it's going to, it's going to happen for you. But a lot of time that comfort zone, that, that safety net needs to be removed In order for you to really take a take a bet on yourself and take a chance on yourself.
0: Right, because ironically, that's an illusion, the safety net, because now you're dependent on other people. (laughs) Now, (laughs) when it's your own business, you're relying on you. And who do you trust more than you? You know, some stranger who who treats you like a, a line on the spreadsheet or yourself?
1: Exactly. You are the only. You are enough, and that's what I would say, to anyone. You are enough. You, it, you're. You're right. That W two, they can take it from you tomorrow, right? And, and you're like, oh, okay, you know. And so, you know, you're gonna. You are going to survive. You'll live.
0: Now, for you, what do you need more of? How can we help? Do you just need more patients coming into the clinics? You need more dentists to partner with that kind of believe in what you believe in and want to um, kind of take their business to new levels. What, how can we help you? Well,
1: how can you help me? So the um, how do you say this? The driving force of my business are good qualified providers. I can always find a dental practice to put them in. I have a machine, you know, bragging on myself. I have a machine that generates patients, right? Like we have the model down. We can print dental practices. Having a good qualified dentist that believe in the perfect patient experience, that believe in same day start, don't waste our patient, you know, wasting our patient's time. Like they're driving back. Have you been to the dentist like, like for one tooth, like five times? It's like... You know, like that doesn't need to happen. Right. And so like 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 having good qualified providers, if I had a provider come to me today, I was like, give me three months and, I, and I'll and I'll build a practice around you. Like that's how confident I am about our model and, you know, our service model.
0: Now are these are these providers are they right out of college do they have their own practice maybe they're frustrated they're working with another firm and they're frustrated what is that kind of makeup of that ideal provider
1: uh, provider okay so we have all so the the reason the way I've been able to scale is I have distressed practices distressed practices I bought distressed practices that means someone's getting ready to retire someone's died someone's divorced you know somebody is um, you know, so that's how I've acquired them. Right. And I judge them up and, and, and input our systems and then they become this nice place that, that delivers the perfect patient experience. Right. And so those are ideal, right? Those people are ideal. Like if you're tired and you just want someone to take your practice over, that's us. Now, what we do is we put in, Uh, People that have residencies, at least a residency, we don't we don't take fresh doctors out of school. They they have at least had a a residency and or three to five years of of schooling already. They've already kind of been been in there, Um, been in the game for a little while. Um, but mostly we, we believe in doctors that they, they have to have a residency, some kind of residency, some kind of naval training, military training. The, those are kind of residency programs. And we put them in there and then we kind of we teach them our thought process, the way we think about patient service, because we already know you have the tactile skills. We just we're, we're talking about a service and how you deliver service and how you think about delivering service to people. Because it's all about people, and that's how we have people that want to come back and repeat repeat customers, just like anything else. Um, I think I answered the question. Oh, yeah, you were saying those are the doctors, but those are those are the kind of doctors we want. Um,
0: so you so want them the that you can kind of um, train them in your way before they got too many bad habits.
1: Yes, and we, and and even we have and 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 by the way, we even we even now we're at the at the precipice. Where we need doctors who are mentors within inside the company, because we have so many, you know, we have so many younger doctors, we do need doctors who are just like, hey, I'm a good doc, I just don't want to run, run a company, I don't want to run um, a, a dental practice anymore, because there's like 100 bills associated with it. And I really just want to focus on quality of care. We'll take that too. Um, and so we're at the point where, you know, we need a clinical director besides just me, right? Cause I wear a number of hats as a CEO. I wear too many hats probably, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, we, we definitely are expanding and we'll, we'll need more seasoned doctors who just want to practice and we welcome them with open arms. So all of the above, great, you know, specialists, oral surgeons, endodontists, you know, we need those.
0: Well, Dr. Tiff, congratulations on all the success and the momentum. If somebody wants to learn more about the practice, or you, or their dentist that wants to learn more, is there a website that they can go to?
1: Yes, they can go to smilepolish.com, like nail polish, smilepolish.com, or visit us on Instagram. Um, you can message us on Instagram, a social media person will get to you. Um, uh, polish Dental Centers, plural. Um, on our Instagram page.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me.
0: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta business radio.